Hey, what's going on, everybody? How we doing? My name is Amir Serkovich, and welcome to my diary. Now, I'm not sure how many of you have had a diary in your life or you're still using one at this moment, but I never have. So about a year ago, I took this creative writing class in my, uh, my senior year of college. And I noticed that, you know, I like doing this. I started writing this poetry down and, you know, it's hitting me in a good way. And I really like where this is going. So I keep writing. I keep compiling this poetry. And I notice I'm forming like a little diary here. Because of the poetry that I write, you know, it all comes from the inside. It comes from, from my experiences. It comes from my thoughts, my emotions, my opinions. So I gather up a handful of solid poems. And I'm, I'm sitting there looking at them like, just thinking to myself, you know, other people got to be able to connect to what I'm thinking here and what I'm saying and what I'm writing down. You know, the emotions that I'm pouring on the page, somebody else has to be feeling that same way. And if not right now, maybe in the near future. Or maybe they've already been through exactly what I'm writing down. So that got me thinking, like, what is the purpose of hiding your diary under lock and key? You know, I just feel like there's no value in that. And I think that a part of the reason why we do that is because, you know, we think we live such individual lives. You know, the things that I'm going through, only I'm going through and nobody else has been through. But I just don't think that's the case. The idea that your life is unique is just wrong. You know, it's only a symptom of the fact that we believe that your diary should be kept under lock and key. You know, nobody should know what you're going through. Nobody should know your thoughts, your opinions, your emotion. Nobody should know that. You know, that information is supposed to be under your pillow where nobody can find it. But for what? What's the purpose of hiding it? Your experience is valuable. And when I was putting this poetry together, I see like the shit that I'm writing down is valuable. So why would I hoard all this stuff to myself when it might help somebody? That's what the Diary of a Balkan Kid is all about. It's about opening up. It's about me having the courage to share my experience because I know you guys are going through the same thing. For example, the first poem that I've chosen for this episode is all about my social media addiction. And the reason why I chose to do this one first is because I know that most of you, if not all of you, can connect to this one. So without further ado, this one is called The Button. The Second I Wake I reach for it. It used to be a conscious reaction. Now, it's a reaction to consciousness. My thumb swipes up, down, left, right, double taps. Muscle memory, they call it. But this is no memory. This is addiction. I'm caught in a dangerous cycle of seduction. I do not possess any physical signs of being an addict. Track marks, malnutrition, poor hygiene. But I feel the psychological workings of my brain reconstructing. Small fibers forming unhealthy connections. Together they scream, push the button, push the button, push the fucking button. That's all it takes. There is no syringe, no warm brown concoction. Only the press of a blue rectangle that says share. And for the next hour... I am somebody. You know, addiction shows its ugly face in many ways. To name a few, there's drug addiction, gambling addiction, you could be addicted to food, you know, whatever it is. 
It plagues us all. Everybody has their vice. But I've never been one to fall too deep into these traps. I've only been on this earth for 22 short years. But I've realized that all these short blissful highs are always followed by longer lasting lows. But at the end of the day, I'm just a curious soul. You know, even if you tell me that something's really bad for me, I, I want to try it. You know, I want to fi- I want to find out for myself. And with that being said, my curiosity has led me to open a bunch of trap doors. But I guess I'm lucky because I don't have that much of a addictive personality. You know, as soon as I open the door, I see what's good. You know, something inside me says, hey, hey, bro, listen, you got to turn back or else it's going to be too late. And that's when I turn back. But right now I face a challenge to this natural truth of mine. You know, the signal has warned me many times, shut the door, turn back. But I ignore the call. I find myself powerless. This drug is just way too good. And this addiction to this drug is is buying straight into a theme that I've just been noticing throughout my life. And that theme is that the most dangerous person is the one who wears the disguise of a hero. And our Superman in this story is social media, swooping in from the Valley of Silicon to save us from disconnection, boredom, and lack of attention. I mean, the irony is palpable. I can literally feel it in my hand how ironic this fucking situation is. But I want to give him a big shout out. You know, shout out to the developers. Thank you for Instagram. Because together, they have successfully embedded the Trojan horse into the very fabric of our society. I want you guys to join me in a little mental exercise. You know, close your eyes, put your thinking caps on. And just imagine what would happen if 70% of the United States was addicted to dope. What if our schools, our playgrounds, places of work, theaters, stadiums, and homes were all littered with fiends? You know, imagine our current war on drugs would escalate to more of a nuclear holocaust on drugs. Well, arm the nukes. Please arm the nukes. Because 70% of our country is addicted to dope. Yeah, it's not traditional dope, but it's a new digital form of it. And this new form, this new digital dope, it's catering to the same pleasure centers of your brain as traditional narcotics. I mean, honestly, when was the last time you took a shit without your phone? Don't be ashamed if you can't remember. I mean, I have no clue either. Honestly, I forgot it was even possible. Yeah, that's just a joke. But at its core lies a more serious realization. Truth is, we're just too intoxicated by the endless supply of stimulus. But I guess Pavlov would be proud, right? After all, he was right. We've all been conditioned. You know, almost three and a half billion of us salivating like dogs at the sound of a notification. And all this we have to thank social media for. A moment of peace cannot exist in my day. How can I sit alone with my thoughts knowing that with the click of a button my skull can be stuffed with stimulus? With the click of a button I can watch all this crazy shit go down right now. Fight videos, near death, puppies, cats, whatever the fuck I need, whatever the fuck I want to see, I could see it right now. Why would I sit here and think about my life, think about plans for the future? When I could just be stuffed with stimulus right now like a fucking drug. Why would I sit there and think about my life? Why? Like a dope fiend, my body yearns for it. I imagine a heroin addict out there somewhere looking down at the needle in his or her arm. Just wondering how they even got to this point. Not how the addiction started. 
about 12 minutes ago, they were on the couch and cannot remember how in the world they copped, cooked, and injected without dedicating a single thought to the task. Muscle memory, I guess. When the body wants something, it takes over. And I imagine some diluted version of this explains why every time I get a spare second, my phone just jumps into my hand. And somehow it's unlocked and tuned into Instagram and I'm just scrolling without thinking about it. When the body wants something, it takes over. So the next time you're staring at your phone with no idea of how you even got there, just realize you're addicted. It may seem so small, it may seem so benign. But this addiction, you know, the constant phone in your hand, anytime you get a spare second, it's so dangerous. I guess the best way I could sum it up is farewell self-reflection and hello attention deficit disorder. And I wish ADD was the only thing that social media has given me. But it's not. Social media has introduced me to an otherwise unknown cycle of depression. And I wish I could blame the developers just like I did before. But I can't. This one right here is on us. Our desire to express only the most positive aspects of our lives on social media is to blame. Nobody posts anything bad on there. You know, Nobody tells their true life experience on there. It's only the good shit. The extravagant vacations, beautiful houses, luxurious cars, fast-paced lifestyles. All mixed together to form a nice shot of you're a fucking loser. And let me tell you something. Don't be afraid to knock that shot back either. Throw it back. Because there's plenty more where that came from. There's literally an unlimited amount of where that came from. You could do it all day long. Well, listen, I'm not going to sit here and act like I've experienced the true cold grips of real depression. Because I haven't. And for that, I'm thankful. You know, I'm, I'm blessed for that. And to those of you listening who have felt that, who have been there, who have felt that true depression, I'm not comparing this to that. But at the end of the day, it still is a form of depression. And I'd call you a liar if you're listening to this right now and say that you've never felt that way when you're scrolling through Instagram. You're going to sit there and tell me you've never been scrolling and just seen somebody else post a picture. They're on some crazy ass beach. They got a load of money, Gucci wallet, this and that. And they're younger than you. You know, you never felt that. You never felt that cool breeze of depression just chill your spine. Here you are, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, you're scrolling on Instagram. But all these other people are out there getting it done, becoming successful. But here you are, scrolling through Instagram. I'm not afraid to say it. I've been there. I've been there plenty of times. I get on Instagram and an hour later I have no motivation for anything. My sleep schedule's fucked up and I just feel like a failure. I feel like I can't accomplish anything in this life. Because I'm comparing to everybody else. I find myself tangled in the bi-directional relationship between substance abuse and depression. Simply put, the more social media I use, the more depressed I am. And the more depressed I am, the more social media I use. And this right here is a trap, man. It's a fucking trap. It gets you and it holds you and it brings you down and you're stuck. It, 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 you're done. I'm telling you this firsthand. I mean, with this quarantine shit going on, I'm working from home, right? First few days of it, I just, I, I, I wasn't, I'm not used to being at home, you know, all this time, not being able to get out. And I, I got kind of stuck in a little hole. 
And what did I do when I was in that hole? Man, I was on my phone for fucking hours. Just looking at everybody else's life. What's going on? They're more successful than you. They look better than you. And that's just what you do. And I felt, I I noticed I was in a hole. And what did I do? I used more social media. And what did that do? That put me in a deeper hole. But I got myself out of that hole. You might wonder why. Or how. It's because I know that there's no comparison. You know what I mean? I'm comparing myself to something that isn't real. The stuff we are seeing on these social media platforms is simply not real. This is not their life. This is their life through rose-colored lenses or whatever the fuck the saying is. I heard this shit the first time with my friend Jack, rose, rose-colored lenses. You know what I'm trying to say. You know, it's just not real. And at the end of the day, you shouldn't be comparing yourself to other people anyways. I know you've all seen the picture. It's, it's so cliche. It's everywhere. It's like, it's a cartoon of there's this one dude digging a hole and he strikes a diamond first. But then there's another dude who's like five feet deeper who's digging a hole who's about to hit a huge load of diamonds. But he sees the other dude found diamonds up there, so he gets out of his hole and he does whatever. He goes and fucks himself. That's it, dude. That's it. You just gotta keep digging. Stop scrolling and keep digging. That's simple, man. That's that, that's simple. And you know what's the beauty of this podcast is that when I'm trying to speak my thoughts to you guys, I'm saying it to myself, too. Because with this podcast, you know, I compare, you know, this is my first episode right here. I've been doing a lot of research. I've been working on this shit for almost a year now. But during that year, there have been gaps in the process. You know, when you get that inspiration, you stop working. But why did I stop working? It's because I would compare myself to people who are already successful podcasting. I'm like, yo, look at their numbers. I can never do that. Who am I? Start scrolling through social media. You see all these other famous people podcasting. Oh, I can never do that. I'm I'm envious of their lives. But I could do it, man, and I know that. I just got to stop scrolling and keep digging. Stop scrolling, keep digging. I like that. I like that a lot. Johnny. Yo, Johnny Sienna, if you're listening to this shit, put it on a t-shirt and send it to me ASAP. ASAP, you hear me? <laughs> Listen, guys, I think at the end of the day, what it comes down to, you know, this aspect of the social media, you know, how it gives you that little bit of depression. And I mean, for more, for many, it might be more, it might be less, but for me, it's a good amount. And not only is it a good amount, it's, it's plentiful. You know what I mean? Like it depends how much you use these platforms, but I mean, common practice, you wake up in the morning, you check your phone, you scroll lunchtime, this and that throughout the day before bed. And it's like, what are we doing here? It's all, it's all day. You're just getting this little, little breeze of depression and it adds up over time because it's just a cycle. And the next thing I want to share with you guys is it's crazy. It's, it's weird and I really can't wrap my mind around it. But there are times when I go to post a picture and I'm thinking of a caption, something cool and funny to say, get a lot of likes, you know, the usual. But my heart rate starts increasing. And I start sweating a little bit. It's literally like my body's coming under attack. Like I'm afraid of some threat lurking behind the door or the curtain or some shit like that. But this same phenomenon happens to me before I consume a drug. Yes, I'm saying I've consumed a drug before. Yes, I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm not an addictive person, but I'm curious. I mean, I've already said that right from the jump. So when I made that comparison, you know, between before posting a picture and before consuming a drug... It's like my body's filling itself with adrenaline, preparing for the bet that it's about to make. 
You know, I can either feel euphoria with this drug or it can kill me. I can either feel loved with social media and get a ton of likes or don't get any likes and feel like a piece of shit. But that, that right there is the problem. Social media is altering the reward circuits of our brain just like drugs. And I keep making this comparison to make it plain and simple. Social media is a drug. In the case of drugs, I mean, I guess the more you do it, the more euphoric you feel. In the case of social media, the more likes you get, the more loved you feel. But what happens when the likes don't come? What happens when the likes are never enough? You know, you can never get enough. Don't get caught up in this mess. There will always be people with more likes, comments, followers, more clout. The most important judgment of yourself is the one made by yourself. No amount of likes or followers should ever change the perception you have of you. And I know it's not easy. It's a tough thing to do. But if there's one thing to take from this podcast, take that. And I don't want you guys to think that I'm just one-sided. You know, I'm not seeing the other side of social media. I see it. Yes, there are many downfalls to social media. But I understand that there are many beneficial aspects of social media too. You can connect with distant friends and family, gain inspiration, even run a business. I too know this firsthand. I see it every day. My girlfriend Taylor is an influencer who works her ass off on a daily basis on Instagram. You know, like literally this is a job for her. And her hard work pays off. On a weekly basis, I see her sign brand deals that outmatch my full-time salary. That right there is no joke. And I also know that starting my podcast in this world without a social media platform is next to impossible. I get these things. You know, I understand that social media can be your fucking bag. I get it. And I'm not advocating for you to completely cut social media out of your life. Because for some of us, it's a means to an end. But I am asking you to evaluate the cost and benefits. There comes a point where what you stand to gain is not worth what you stand to lose. Moderation is key. And moderation is the foundation to my solution for this digital dope crisis. First, I gotta limit my usage of social media to a half hour block after dinner. And yes, that may sound like I pulled it out of my ass, but I promise you I didn't. Currently, I use social media for at least an hour sporadically throughout my day. But what I think is most dangerous is that sporadic usage. You know, because you keep referring back to it. You know, every time you get a spare second, your phone pops into your hand. I'm trying to avoid that. With some discipline, if I stick to this half hour block after dinner, I won't have the urge to grab my phone and scroll throughout the day. I won't be getting that little taste of depression. I'll have time to sit down and think, to reflect upon my life, and work on the things that I want to work towards. Second, I'm just going to stop comparing. I already said it, it's not real. So what are you comparing to? You might as well be comparing to a fucking cartoon. Stop scrolling and keep digging, baby. That's, that's all it takes. And third, what I think is most important is to just stop taking social media so seriously. You know, I don't understand how it started from being such a joke. You know, I started using social media, I don't know, maybe eighth grade. You know, we're on Facebook and shit, Instant Messenger, all that. And it was just all a big joke until it seems like about five years ago where it really picked up and people saw that this shit's serious. Everybody started taking it serious. You know, you got people with 300 followers acting like they're fucking the Queen of England. (laughs) You know, it's just, it's, 
it's all a big joke. You know what I mean? Like social media is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a beautiful platform to connect with the people you love, make friends, share ideas. That's what it's all about. It's not about showing off how good your life is. It's not about any of that bullshit. Just have fun. I think if I start having fun with social media, like all these, all this pressure that I'm putting on myself, you know, comparing to other people, trying to get as many likes as I can, trying to make myself feel better about myself. You know, I can all be relieved if I just have fun with it. Why am I going to compare to you? Why am I going to worry about how many likes I get? For what? I know who I am. I mean, I know who I am. I know where I want to be. And, and that's it. I know I have a beautiful family, beautiful girlfriend loves me. I have everything, you know, I got nothing to compare to. Not you, not your friend, not your mother, not your brother, nobody. I think that if I just follow these three steps, you know, limit my usage, stop comparing and stop taking it so serious. I think my life is just going to be on the up and up. I really do. Like it, it seems so little, but you got to remember how much I'm using this device, you know, an hour a day. And what am I doing on there? Am I getting better? No, I don't think I am. I think I'm really hurting myself. So that's it. I hope that after listening to this, you understand that social media is a drug. And it's not getting enough attention. I'm not calling for death to social media. I'm calling for some reform here. Not from the platforms themselves. I'm not saying, hey, Facebook, Instagram, go fuck yourself. No, I'm saying you listening to my voice right now. Think about it a little. You know, think about what you're doing, how you're using it, how it's making you feel. That's all it takes is just a little thought. Then from there, you implement some steps to try to figure out if, hey, maybe we can make this problem better and still be able to use social media. So that's my plan. You know, I'm going to try that out for a month, see how it makes me feel. If you feel like you want to do it, please do it and let me know how it makes you feel. You know, I know this is not the end all be all solution, but it's a step in the right direction. And that's that's all that matters. And I just want to take the time right now to thank you so much for listening from the bottom of my heart. The fact that you took 10, how long has it been? 20 something minutes out of your day to listen to me. I'm in debt to you. You know, it, it means so much to me. So thank you so much. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please like, comment, share, do whatever you can do. You know, every little thing means so much to me at this point because I'm just starting out and I really hope to do this for a while. And always feel free to reach out to me, you know, show some love. I'm doing this to connect with you. You know, you listening to my voice right now. I want to know who you are. I want to know your story. I want to connect with you. Because I know there's a lot of shit that I've been through that you have too. And maybe you can help me out a little bit too. So thanks again, guys. I love you all and take it easy. Mm -hmm.